Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Lucifer. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Streaming in Place. We are rounding out week 22 here with Lucifer, season five, episode one, Really Sad Devil Guy, which is a delightful title, especially. Uh, just, it's a fun title anyways, but it's it's delightful in the delivery and everything in this episode. Um we are joined today, of course, friend of the show, Latoya Ferguson is back. Hello. Marcus is hanging with us in the Zoom. Vince is not hanging with us in the Zoom because Lucifer is not out in Germany on Netflix. And Aww. it might be out tomorrow on Amazon Prime, but he can't figure that out because their website in, in, info is terrible. So, <laughs> we'll Wait, see. Amazon's website info is terrible? I know. I am, I am aghast. Shocked, aghast. Right? Yeah. So we are at a new chapter of streaming in place. Um, guys, I don't like it. I don't like not being able to just like know what's going to happen in the next episode. <laughs> having to stop and be like, but so, uh, yeah, I don't like it. So Latoya, I, there will be times when I just, I throw it to you, even though I know you don't want me to, but, but okay. that's what happens because you're the one who's seen all eight of these episodes for the first half of season five. But I will not start with that. I will instead start with, how did we feel about this premiere? Uh, Allison, you are up first. What did you think? I think the technical term is it bangs. <laughs> uh, you could also say it slaps um, or whatever else the kids are saying. I loved this premiere. I had the best time. I'm still I watched it about half an hour ago. So I've still got like a bit of an adrenaline rush off of that cliffhanger. But it was not just the cliffhanger. It was the bangs and it was mazes extensions. And also, I didn't realize how much I wanted to watch somebody demolish a piano with their bare hands. It was the fact that Trixie can drive now or like, <laughs> maybe she's voting or like, maybe she works for a temp agency. I don't know, but she's enormous. I It's like it's all of it, it it's it's linda and her super baby and it's amenadiel and dan and their terrible coping strategies and i just i like i was very excited about this finale i don't know if i'm making that clear or premiere <laughs> yes premiere sorry see again like i'm just i just whoa flying really high um thumbs up for me uh, and I have not yet read Latoya's review, but I saw her grade, so I suspect we're on the same page. Noel, what'd you think? I both loved and hated this episode. I loved it because it was really exciting. It was really well well written. Uh, it had like lots of stuff to really kind of dig into. I hated it because it means that Lee can't be in the sixth season premiere, and I'm very upset about that. <laughs> I am actively angry about it. Um, just so angry about it. Um, so, but I can't be too angry because the entire episode is about Lee. Um, my dear sweet boy. <laughs> um, so no, I'm with Allison. This, this was really fun. It had like a lot of really good stuff in it in terms of like decent twists and turns. I liked all the weird stuff. Just, it was very good. And yes, that cliffhanger is, very excellent um and yeah i I don't I, yeah i don't know where to start because i can just imagine the writers and producers going to leslie and brand and going leslie you're gonna get to destroy piano this week and her going yes <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know where to start except to also ask Kate, what did you think? <laughs> I had a lot of fun with this and, you know, we had mentioned previously, Latoya had, uh, teased for us that Lee would be back. Um, but I did not anticipate him. I was like, how are they going to bring it? Cause they've already done it. And to center the episode on him is how they, yes. you know, how it makes sense and how it works. And it was such a smart move. It was so fun. Uh, it really worked. It allowed us to have the procedural element for Lucifer instead of having him just like sit on a giant throne in the, you know, a very tall throne, at least in the middle of ash. Uh, this was a much better way to do that. Um, and there was a lot of other really interesting and fun stuff in this episode. Um, I'm curious, Latoya, uh, are we going to get, an answer to some extent or a name surrounding the cliffhanger in the next episode or yeah is that- it's they pretty much like immediately okay answer that and i actually i say who it is in my review just because the trailer did it so i'm yeah. I, I mean do you want to talk about that no 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 okay. no. no i just want to know how long i'm gonna have to not i like how i covered my ears as if i wasn't wearing <laughs> headphones the, listeners, of- he covered the outside of the headphones okay then don't read my review until after tomorrow's episode oh i'm so glad to know that thanks Latoya. yeah See, because that the ending, the cliffhanger ending, they spoiled it in like the first moments of the trailer. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Latoya, is that the thing you weren't supposed to spoil in your review? Wasn't supposed to spoil. Then they were like, oh, wait, we have this in our trailer. Never mind. Take that out of the DNR. Well, I am very glad that I didn't watch the trailer because that cliffhanger is great. Really great. I can't remember being that jazzed by Lucifer Cliffhanger. I think maybe since the wings, um, since the the wing reveal, um, the very first one, it just, what it's, it does my very favorite thing where it, and this is a thing that, um, I think of as like the alias twist where a surprising thing happens and you think that that is what's happening at the end of the episode. You're going to be excited about it. And then you think what they're doing is adding context, but really they're revealing that they've pulled the the rug out from under you. It's the construction of it is just really clever. So you go through like loop after loop after loop and it just works really well. Um, So what do you guys, uh, because since, this is like the thing I know about this season, aside from, um, you know, so it's like, it's like the Kane thing, Noel, where you're like, there's a thing that I know. Yeah. And then right, when I get to sure. that point, I don't know anything. This is the thing that I know about this season, other than, and Allison was also spoiled on this, uh, the setting of one of the episodes, which. Yeah. Oh, okay. I here. thought it was something else. So I'm yeah. like, oh no. No, it was, I had to look at press photos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to say too much about that ending. What do Noel and Allison, what do you guys think that that cliffhanger means? And if we're on the, all on the same page, we can talk about it. But if not, I don't want to accidentally say anything. See, yeah. uh, my my theory, because of the seed planted, is that it's Michael. Michael being a dick, it's it's not. But that's my theory. Okay. Um, but it's, it's not Michael. <laughs> Because um, th- this show isn't The Flash. They don't name drop the pro- antagonist for the next season in the previous season. They don't yeah. do that. Well, I, they I, should. I it's worth for you, but it's actually Savitar. It's Savitar That's who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you figured it out, so we might as well. God. Oh, there are few things in life I enjoy as purely as I enjoy a Savitar joke. See, <laughs> Thank Latoya, you. if this does end up being Grant Gustin playing evil Tom Ellis... <laughs> 
I want that so badly. I, I Anything know, else is going to be a step down. Yeah. Does no. that mean that we would get to see Tom Ellis wearing the Flash costume? Because that tush. That would be even better than Stephen Amell wearing the Flash costume. Which was also good. Yeah, I'm I'm in favor. Um, so, Allison, what do you think about the cliffhanger? What do you think oh, I like Noel's guess. My, my guess, because I, I don't know. And I, you know, am not a believer. Um, so I don't, I don't have a ton of theological references to make. So I thought maybe Dromos, that was his name, right? Mm -hmm. Gilf, Mm -hmm. Gilf Demon. Um, maybe that seems like, you know, he might want revenge and then who knows, maybe there's a chance they can bring Graham McTavish back. I doubt it, but it would be cool. So, um, that was about all I got. But I but I assume that some nefarious entity of some sort who has some kind of shape-shifting ability right. yeah. has arrived to fuck up Chloe's shit. Okay. I'm cursing today, apparently. Apologies. Okay. To um, bork up Chloe's life choices. <laughs> Okay, so we're all on the same page that it's not Lucifer, though. Oh, it's definitely not Lucifer. I didn't okay. think that was ambiguous. Yeah. Is that ambiguous? I don't think so. I just just yeah. in case. I was just going to say that one of the things I touches I really liked, knowing, you know, about the, this like, little twist thing at the end, was the, I'm curious if anybody else caught it, the fact that they had him break the gun yeah. instead of bend the gun. Because every other time that Lucifer's interacted with the gun like that, he's always bent it out of shape, cool. not mm-hmm. snapped it, you know? I thought I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if they'll pick up on that. Uh, and and you know, because I just figured it meant they had Netflix money that they can just break props now instead of bending them. <laughs> it could be that too. It could be break that the too. gun, break the piano. We're breaking everything. Yeah. Well, and you know, like since you mentioned it, I do want to throw because I still have to throw it to you, Latoya. I do want to hear your thoughts overall um, on the episode since apparently we should not read the review until next week. Um, yeah, but. Well, yeah, I guess next week because my review will be up tomorrow, but we're not yeah. talking until Monday. Days. Days. So many days. How did you guys all do this? Anyways, <laughs> um, this is the the most, the strongest sense I have gotten of Maze's physical strength is her destroying that piano. Yeah. Like, that oh. is, like, the most visceral and, like, it is. it takes a lot. To break, like pianos are designed to take a beating literally so to to like rip up a piano like that takes a lot of strength it was very cool it was extremely cool i would love to know how they yeah brought that about what they made it out of yeah, yeah. like i want how they designed it to all of the dorky yeah. prop master details i want all of them it was yeah. extremely cool you know kate before you throw it to latoya i didn't notice the breaking the gun thing that's really neat but um but as it was happening i thought i was trying to figure out like if if tom ellis had maybe had work done or something like there was just something about him that seemed different but he didn't seem different in the other scenes so then I thought maybe it was an angle and then so that was like one thing where I was like this is weird and then um the thing that tipped me off sort of was he didn't seem remotely concerned about how close Chloe was with all the bullets that was my thing I was like that seems weird he should know yeah this seems like a bad choice Mm -hmm. um so yeah 
Yeah. That 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 was weird to me as well, Allison. His physicality was different. Yeah. Well, yeah, Latoya, different. Uh, what do you think about this premiere? I mean, I also believe that it slapped and banged. And of course, Lucifer is a show that fucks. So like, I don't even need to add yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> that goes without saying. Ex- exactly. <laughs> uh, such a fun premiere. I mean, fun, despite how like miserable all of these characters are, you know, uh, they they have so many things to work through, all of them. They're all messes. And Linda, I don't know if Linda can help them all, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, she's got her own stuff to deal with. Exactly, right now. she she's part of the messes. <laughs> she's such a mess. Oh, yeah, I love them all, but they're all messes. Um, I just I really love the structure of this episode and the way they went back and forth um, in Hell and Earth to like to do the procedural. I thought it was like one of like the most structurally impressive like case of the week they've had like since off the record and like visually impressive too. Like there was a language in cutting between the two worlds. It was just really fun to watch um it's you know tom with at least with uh, as lucifer he w- didn't have any series regulars to bounce off he only had uh, jeremiah burkett who plays lee and like he is he's great uh it was it was like a great because considering this was supposed to be the last season it was supposed to be um it's a great kind of send off to this character it's a great thank you for providing us with these comedy moments and like these past three seasons and it's just oh, it's so good uh and on the earth stuff i'll go back to too um dan i really want to talk about dan because yes he is into essential oils now and like really big in self-improvement and crossfit dan's into crossfit guys that but, tracks uh, so hard <laughs> yeah but as i wrote in my review while he like he's clearly like centered on the outside there's no like moment besides like when he's talking to amenadiel and linda like about parenting like all the rest of the moments, he's like you can see him, Alejandro, playing this as like a man who is screaming internally. Yeah, he like he is in pain, and you can tell with every like the pep in his step is because if he stops, he will just crumble. Mm-hmm. You know how I, you know, besides starting up improv again, you know how I will know that Dan is okay when he replaces that photo of Charlotte Richards. The real <laughs> no, name. he can he can never replace that photo. Now now it's the bit we love it. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, what should we talk about next? Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Linda because we always enjoy Rachel Harris here at the podcast. But I think my favorite moment for her this episode was just the slight pause. Oh, I didn't think of that with the walking on water. Uh, very well done. So, and I also like that nobody is remarking on the ceiling fan bubble wrap. Like, obviously. The, the the celestials know what's going on. Chloe knows what's going on. Um, but like the fact that Dan there or, or Ella, there isn't even like a little glance up about it is uh, I'm waiting for that conversation to happen. <laughs> Hopefully it does because yeah, it it's it's weird that even the most overprotective parents wouldn't go. Yeah, those rafters. What if I'm just tossing my kid up in the air and it gets caught in the fan because I'm an irresponsible parent? Um, it's just weird. Um, yeah, just all this stuff with Linda, I think is really delightful in the whole, like, way of playing off that thing, which they say repeatedly in this episode is everyone thinks their kid's special. Um, but it's just like, but my kid is special. It's half celestial. It would have been the new king of hell. Um, there's all this, there's all of that really good stuff in there that I really, really like. Um, so I like how they're kind of twisting that kind of a narrative within this because it is special. 
um, because Charlie is special. Um, my only big thing with it, and I was kind of yelling this at my TV, is that Linda, don't focus just on stems. The humanities are important too. And if you just focus on stems, they're going to grow up and be terrible. So don't do that. You need to give them context. And that's what humanities provide along with critical thinking skills. This is very important. So a well-rounded liberal arts education <laughs> is vital to your child's success. Um, <laughs> STEM's important too, but, you know, books, <laughs> novels. Because um, clearly it paid off for all of us. <laughs> yep. We're doing great, guys. Allison, any thoughts on uh, on Linda? Um, yeah. Um, first of all, Linda should just tell them that it has to do with allergens. Um, <laughs> and then everyone will be like, oh, okay. And then not ask any more questions because. Well, you, oh, she Dan just, will ask a question. Well, well, you know what's great for allergens. Oh, totally. Oils. But but then Dan will also go home and bubble wrap his own ceiling fan. Yes. So, yes. Um, so I think that works. Um, yeah, I like that Amenadiel and Linda are coping in such different ways. Uh, and obviously mm -hmm. they're both struggling, although they win the in the least dark place Olympics of this episode of Lucifer, which is great for that. I mean, Charlie wins. Mm -hmm. He laughed for the first time, y'all. So he definitely did not point at the periodic table correctly, but he did laugh. And that is very advanced. Um, I just I love that Linda's. um helicoptery tendencies that we saw in the finale that we watched three months slash two days ago who, uh, who knows what time it is have sort of blossomed into this new terrifying whoops i forgot to be empathetic to ella but also i'm not on the clock energy um which ella needs a different therapist ella needs to go ella needs to go to someone who's not linda um mm -hmm. just because ella might have her own therapist because i don't i sure hope so deal deal with this <laughs> it shouldn't be just the big guy um anyway yeah i really like that story and rachel harris is great and that was certainly the line you cited is certainly my my linda highlight of the episode well uh then let's go to ella so i both uh well amy garcia sells it uh but I'm not excited about this storyline for Ella. And I'm also very excited about this storyline for Ella because it tells me she's going to get a storyline. And <laughs> like, whereas last season she had an idea that they didn't flesh out, the, like the notion of Ella being drawn to destructive relationships or people she knows are not good for her, I think uh, is something that will require more time to develop. So the fact that they started it here encourages me that we're going to get more Ella. No? But as, I, as, I, no as I write my review, it's actually established both with her attraction to yes. Pierce and uh, Dan. Like, this is established. She does like bad boys. And her brothers. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, horrible. I mean, remember, she used to steal cars. She, yeah. She's from the hood, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The glittery unicorn, like, Rainbow yes, kind of. I can tell you there will be an Ella story. And also okay. I can just say in a shallow level, Amy Garcia was very hot in that final scene. <laughs> yeah, but my partner was yelling at the screen, that bra doesn't fit. That's the wrong <laughs> size bra. <laughs> Where's Keenan when we need her? <sighs> uh, any other thoughts, guys, on Ella before we head over to Trixie Corner? That was, uh, I will just say one more thing, is that my major knock on the episode was poor Amy Garcia was tasked with so much exposition uh, in this yeah. episode. And it was just like, 
Like, spread the wealth, you guys. Don't make her do it all alone. Mm-hmm. You know, she does it well, though. She sold that, like, oh, look, I forget. It's been two months since he moved to Florida really to well. the family business. Yeah, it just, <laughs> she really, she really sold it. Um, you could do worse for someone to exposition dump. Especially because Ella sort of already over-explains and chatters yes. too much. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I agree, but... But she handled it with a plum. The uh, parakeet dance, very good. Yes, <laughs> I agree that I was not super into this storyline, but was super into the fact that she had a storyline. So I'm going to reserve judgment just because she got to do like actual acting, which is great because she's a good actor. <laughs> and Latoya was right; she looked hot. So, yay! No, any Ella thoughts, or is it time for another meeting of the Trixie fan club? No, we need to talk about the Trixie fan club, and that Scarlett Estevez is a guest star now, and I'm not okay with it. <laughs> yeah, but and, I mean, it feels more it, honest. Like, it feels more honest, but is this also like a special guest appearance by Matt Ryan on Legends of Tomorrow, where he's in every episode, but he's getting a higher fee? <laughs> well, Latoya? I will just say that there is one episode this season that she's in where I'm just like, they can't pretend she's as young as she's supposed to be anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, they're trying so hard with the costume that she's in for this episode. Yeah. It's like, sweet babies. No. Yeah. Trixie's <laughs> great, but like, it's th- the right decision. Yeah. No, it, it absolutely is. But I really liked her popping up um, with Dan to like quasi babysit, I guess, because there's no way Linda's li- leaving Charlie alone in any way, shape, or form. Well, they said that Linda was watching her. He's like, yeah. no, like right, this yes. child has like a bank account now. I don't, <laughs> she doesn't need to be watched. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Thank you for correcting me. I heard babysitting and just kind of got <laughs> stuck. Um, yeah, no, it's just, no. Plus she has all these knives and like Trixie has a bunch of knives. She's fine. <laughs> She's fine. She can watch herself. Well, and that's Back not in my day. Charlie <laughs> has some knives waiting for him when he's ready. How do you know that, like, Mason already put some knives in that crib? Yeah, they're definitely, there's well, you so know. many knives in that crib. <laughs> and you know, you know that Trixie's just like, so what'd you think? Yeah? <laughs> you love it, right? Yeah. I, I think that one out for you. Aw. Marcus says they could have jumped more than two months and they wouldn't have to pretend so hard that kids age. They would have to jump, like, years. <laughs> for yeah. Trixie. Yeah. I also write about that in my review of like why two months is like the perfect time where it's like it's not too much time so you're still having like direct aftermath and also you get to keep cute baby Charlie but like it's it's a whole lot of time for Lucifer so and that's what really matters yeah yeah and it's enough time for those bangs to grow in yeah well that takes us to Chloe and Mays and uh I I loved our Chloe and Mays content until uh Maze made the pass at her and I was like, oh no, like this makes sense and like and you know, I'm all for it and all except that this is clearly a move out of fear of isolation and being abandoned. So like I'm just hoping that we're, I I'm confident. I'm not even saying hoping. I'm confident that we are gonna get back to a good Chloe Maze place by the end of this like the season definitely, but I, hopefully the half season. She's got, you know, I feel like they're gonna because of where they started. I feel like they're gonna end up in a good place. I'm, that that's my prediction. One game. I'm gonna be texting all y'all. Called it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not that's not reassuring. <laughs> well, now I'm just like fucking with you guys. Just of course. 
Now that I hold the power even more. Yeah, you're drunk with power. Um, I agree that I hope this means that eventually Maze and Chloe are going to be properly cool because I was so excited to see them together and to see this like Maze Chloe cop bounty hunter that's obviously a different television show someone is pitching it right now somewhere in an alternate universe thing happening it was so much fun um but that was Maze kissing Chloe was I think peak oh no oh honey which this episode was full of like oh no oh honey when Dan walked in with those self-help books it was like oh no and the essential oils oh no and the menadeal and the three-year-old jaywalker oh no oh no there was a sign there was a sign <laughs> um but I think Maze trying to kiss Chloe or kissing Chloe is the top of that list because they're just both obviously doing so badly as evidenced by their excellent hair design. (laughs) Um, Just way to make them both look great and also demonstrate that they are not coping well. Um, And listeners, those of you who are listening, but not watching, uh, I have pink hair right now, so I am an authority. Um, (laughs) on uh, uh hair changes as coping strategies uh the second i saw chloe's bangs i was like oh okay and then you see Maze's incredibly long beautiful extensions and you're like oh okay yep i understand where they're at and it just sort of gets worse from there but what a fun team up leading to what a heartbreaker of a moment the they're they're seeing it where they're skipping words with each other mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly what i was going to reference was just and they've established in like two two months, really, is I, I think the other really great thing about that sequence is like they go through an entire like three different plans in a few sentences. And it's just so fun to watch. It's also really fun that we get a quick cut reaction shot to that, uh, whatever his name is, um, the suspect, looking vaguely confused by the whole thing, which really sells it, I think. So I really, really enjoyed that. So when everything happened in that storage facility that is used for every storage facility when you're shooting in Los Angeles. Um, (laughs) Because I just went, I've seen this storage facility six times in the past two years. Um, (laughs) That was just, it just, it just hurt so much. And I didn't like it. It made me very sad. And then she destroyed a piano. And I was like, yes, destroy that piano. But that's not going to fill the void in your heart. But also don't destroy that piano. That's a beautiful piano. Do you know how much a piano like that costs? You know how much envy I have over that piano? A lot of envy. The dick? He didn't even say goodbye to her. Yeah. 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 I agree with Latoya. Yeah. Maze is in the right here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do we have any other final thoughts? I mean, we haven't talked that much about Dan and his oils, but you know, it, oh. it does it does track. Like I said earlier, Kevin <sighs> Alejandro so is so good. He's so good. <laughs> He's really good. Um, I just we mentioned it briefly, but I I just think that the direction in this episode is really excellent, playful and and disorienting and the god the netflix money when he does that sweep and he says this isn't even los angeles and then we see how very cool um a bunch of really neat effects like a pretty good lucifery fight scene that felt just wrong enough for obvious reasons and um yeah i i liked it very much yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, do you want to talk uh, more just about uh, going deeper into hell and the hell loops and how, like, basically the root of the hell loop doesn't necessarily have to be, like, the premise of the hell loop? Yeah. You know, it was very Twin Peaksy. Um, It reminded me a lot of the end of Twin Peaks, The Return, um, which is, you know... <laughs> a pretty solid comparison i think like that's that's good i I mean if you had told me back in march back in the palmetto days back in those palmetto days that i would be comparing lucifer to twin peaks and not to dig on lucifer um i would be very shocked uh but here we are and i think that um the the sort of building mythology around hell and the hell loops and what lucifer's connection to them might be and the demons and using demons as a communication system all of that stuff was was fascinating and i think um really contributed to the world building of the series in a way i didn't expect can we talk about the corpse reanimated corpse anybody because that (laughs) ruled the makeup was very good the performance was good oh this body's too jacked up (laughs) wait is that (laughs) mazikeen Was arguably one of the best bits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is Maze the smartest demon? Because based on everything we've seen, Maze is definitely the smartest demon. She's very smart. Yeah, it's a small sample set, but still. Yeah, to, to me, it, it um, poses other questions because uh, the notion that, that that demon could recognize Mazikeen, then is is that, does she look like Leslie Ann Brandt? When she, well, I mean, Lucifer could recognize Dromos just like I think they can all just see, yeah, they, yeah. yeah they see themselves, yeah, yeah. So, so there's there's that part of it, and also because we know that Constantine was involved in raising Mazikeen, is you know she clearly came up a different way yeah. than the other, you know. So I'm still curious about that, but we'll see if we get more. Um, Marcus says the premise of this episode reminded me of Pushing Daisies. Which is interesting, yeah. There's, there's, I mean, because there's that, there's the good place of it all with the demons like populating the hell loops, which I think is a good answer for. Wait, why do they talk about torturing people physically if they torture themselves? Like, because the demons are the ones you know involved in it. I think the 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 bit we got about um, everything from the loop is experiences that actually happened doesn't track with off the record when they all started like stopping and like shaming him basically. But I think it's close enough that it works. Oh, wait, no, that's uh, a good day to die. Oh, that's good to Oh, you're right. I'm thinking of the wrong hell loops. Thank you. Um, but yes, that moment. Uh, but it's still, it's a good like answer for how these two could go together. Although I guess there is some leeway in, because uh, I don't think all hell loops are rigidly in, they're just a repeat of a specific moment because you have like Lucifer's. Oh, Lucifer's. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also in a good day to die. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's true. It's just like the standard hell loop is just like, reliving that same bit again and again but like if you want to have some variation with demons and the thing is like they didn't have lucifer to give them directions for like four years or four seasons so like two years um but yeah well and with abel too right they talked about no matter what they they, like started changing things up because they were getting bored right yeah um so yeah there's there's more variety there but yeah i look forward to future information future developments uh marcus and sb if you have any other thoughts throw them in the chat um otherwise uh, latoya this is where i'm going to tap you to be in charge of what is our episode that we're going to be talking about on monday what's our title for season five episode two it is lucifer 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 there's exclamation points all three of those 
So my question is, is this like a Candyman Beetlejuice situation? Oh, please or let is it be this a Beetlejuice like situation. A, like a, a sex thing. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> like. I think the exclamation points prevent it from being a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha thing. Okay. Um, I've always read Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, I re- I've always read that as commas. Okay. Um, yeah. I just, I want it to be Beetlejuice so bad. Oh, <laughs> please. Oh, my God. Just let it be a Beetlejuice riff. I would love it so much. Spinning heads. Do, giant worm. Do all of it. Harry Belafonte. Do it. <laughs> I was just screaming Harry Belafonte. As, as one does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, any other predictions? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's like a three slap type thing. Yeah. Um. He goes back to the club, and three people just slap him when he arrives and shout his name. Mm-hmm. Um. I like that idea. Um. But yeah. No. I wanted to be a Beetlejuice thing. Okay. Then I, I I'm not gonna say anything because the one thing I know is next episode apparently. So after okay. that I can say more things. Uh. Other than I'm hoping I'm assuming we're not getting more Trixie this like this close together. So um I am hoping for. Something, well, it's too soon for something positive for Maze. So maybe something positive for Dan. Yeah, he he offloads a lot of those essential oils and is able to buy his way out of this MLM. <laughs> that would be good. Um, and if if Chloe is not, if, if there's a case, I'm assuming there's a case, then Chloe won't be working with Maze. So maybe she's working with Dan on the case or Ella. I don't know. We'll see, I guess, but I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. I'm hoping that Linda and Mays are still using Lucifer's penthouse as their top secret, super special best friends clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So that Linda will discover the wrecked piano and then get Maze to talk about her feelings. That and then they'll really go good. in the safe and they'll like take out some gold bars and order a pizza or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad Amenadiel has an actual source of income now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marcus is right. Chloe's going to be working with not Lucifer, obviously. It, it just depends on how long it takes Chloe versus other people to figure out that it's not lucifer so yeah i didn't consider that just because i know who it is doesn't mean that chloe knows who it is <laughs> god chloe, why how- don't you know who it is kate knows who it is yeah, did you watch the trailer for your life come on <laughs> oh god please please let it be kane well no it's king if lucifer starts singing back. dust in the wind uh, uh it would explain why his arms are so big <laughs> also i can't believe we forgot to bring up terrible undercover chloe Mm -hmm. evening we are here to play poker i was so excited i yelled undercover chloe when it (laughs) happened um and yeah we are we are here to play poker her suit was very stylish they looked great really hot together uh but of course Maze should have been playing chloe's point of like i'm trying to lose was good she she failed at losing but she failed because she's really bad at going undercover so obviously (laughs) Maze should have been playing yeah yeah. If she had managed to win with that two seven offsuit, that would have been just um, incredible. Yeah, just very good. Anyways. Um, she should stop being a cop then. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like, uh, 
we're gonna come back tomorrow for the sting like just like (laughs) i got a two i got like a college savings account right here for trixie so we're gonna yeah anyways going to college next year you know i was about to say she well maybe like it's all gonna be distance learning so she's probably not going yeah (laughs) oh god well, on that oh, cheery on that note, note. <laughs> yeah, that's where we will wrap things for this week. So thank you to Marcus and Espy for hanging out with us in the chat. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Latoya, for being our Lucifer expert and also reading the title so I don't have to, uh, so I cannot be spoiled. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.